Welcome to the Sugar Crave Show, guys. I'm excited for today's guest. He's got a brand new track out on Spotify called Ajura. Um, he's got an EP called Life of IK, which is fantastic. Um, I recommend one of his tracks called Alcohol, which is a great track. And he's just a good friend of mine. So this is IK. Well, brother, it's finally great to meet you, man. I've just been a big fan ever since your, um, your EP. And it's just, you know, Alcohol, man, bro. That, that song is just pure amazing just going through the whole transition of it um what got you started with that song uh well the truth is that song like i have written i wrote that song a long time before it eventually dropped so all i had to do was to like re-record it again with like a different beat this time uh-huh. and so i have this particular producer i work with i mean he's the one that has been, been behind like most of my songs so we just hopped on the studio. It was quite, it was quite overnight, and I mean, the the beats pattern it was very very different from the rest of my EP songs. So really? when I when I just heard like the intro, it was like then that that's that's like the, the intro of my EP. That has to be it because it was too lit, like the beat on its own, purpose of the song itself. So it was a nice song. I mean, it was a great song, even though it's kind of fictional. But then I loved I, I loved the process of making it. Yeah, no, it just had it had so good qualities. Um, the saxophone, I when I heard the saxophone, I was like, I was like, come on, man, that's like that's just a vibe, you know. When you just <laughs> when you just it's like a party, you know what I mean? Just like it seemed like a cool, like sick ass like theme of it. And overall, man, I just I just seen the evolution of you from your EP to Adura, which we'll go into that later. But man, it's just you know what what gets you inspired to make your your sound. Okay, so um, I think I'm usually inspired by any and everything. What I mean is, most times it depends on the kind of situation I find myself in at the moment. I don't usually find myself in very sad situations, so that's why you had these sad songs. Like I had to drop some sad songs. I mean, but most times it has to revolve around relationships. It has to revolve around women. I mean, that's basically what my life has been about. Yeah, so <laughs> it's every man's life. Ideas <laughs> so there's usually like new ideas every day, maybe from heartbreaks down to girls, you know, not giving you the attention you think you need and stuff like that. So I just get to create. It's almost like inspiration of your everyday life, of your emotions and stuff. And I feel like sometimes it's it's hard for at least us men to kind of put our emotions out you know, in the world. So it's, do you see that it's almost kind of a way for you to express your emotions in your songs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I usually use my songs to express myself. So a lot of, th- a lot of stuff you hear in my lyrics, I mean, they usually apply to myself. Some people might think it's just, you know, just usual banter, like music, that like just add that stuff and create fiction. But not all my lyrics has to do with fiction. I mean, some of them have to do with my personal life and stuff. About the relationship parts of my lyrics are actually real to an extent. So, it'd be kind so of, that's how it is. It'd be kind I mean, of, oh, go ahead. Listen. And I was going to say, it'd be kind of cool to do like a breakdown of like one of your tracks, kind of like uh, what they do in, um, I think they do it in, uh, I forgot what program, they do it on YouTube, but they break down each specific line and they kind of like, they tell a story behind it and stuff. Because I feel like, especially alcohol, I feel like there's maybe some stories that you got there that's like, it'd be really cool to kind of explain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For alcohol, well, um, 
I remember, and funny thing is, the story behind that call wasn't even on the situation that happened recently. It was like something that happened a long time ago. So I went to a party. It wasn't a club in this sense, but I went to a party and I kind of saw this chick that I was a bit attracted to. So like, I just wanted to like get to know her and everything. Even though we didn't go as planned, you know, but I just thought about the whole situation I was in then. And I used that to create the vibe. That's awesome. The, <laughs> that denial, it's like, it's, 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 it's ruthless, but you know, it's, it's funny that you actually kind of came up with that idea of making that, you know, the song alcohol by that experience of, you know, um, it's, it's cool, man. I, I think it's, it's, it's awesome. Cause you can kind of feel the background of your style, your sound. Like, um, you started when you were 15, right? Yeah. And yeah, I started when I was 15. And then from there, what like when you were you trying to learn more when, so when you were 15 how did you start with music okay so fun facts i started as a rapper i mean hardcore rap you understand so like i still rap but uh-huh. i just had i just don't put out raps right now like putting out a rap song or writing raps is, is a bit stressful for me because my my method of creating music now is a bit different. I mean, when I used to write rap, I have to sit down, I have to think, I have to put down punchlines. You know how rap goes. But this time around, when most of the songs I've dropped up, I've released, I mean, I don't write lyrics. I don't put lyrics in papers. No, I don't do That's not how I create. Mm. Like, I have this app on my iPhone. It's called Take. So I use that to record. So most times I just, like, get beats from my producers and then I put it in my phone and I just listen and then I first like do a full freestyle from beginning to the end obviously it won't make sense but it, what i'm trying to get from that is like the vibe i always realize that when i do like a festival on beats and stuff i usually bring out like vibes that i wouldn't get if i was focusing on it i don't know if you understand what i'm trying to say yeah so just being playful on it gives me like different melodies i will need and then i start to construct it from the beginning down to the end of the song so that's how i create and it's, it's a bit fast for me. I don't take time creating songs. So basically, you try to get the melody out, and then you try to later you try to get the words out. Yeah. Yes, exactly. exactly. No, I think that's I think that's actually a good idea because then you're like, okay, let me see if I could find this catchy melody. Then let me find words that will fit in that realm. Because yeah. a, a problem I used to have then when I I mean I won't say I started from scratch not writing lyrics. I used to write lyrics, but one problem I had is if. I write, like, I'm very, 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 what's the word? I write songs in a very fast pace. So in, like, a week, I could put out, like, or write out, like, five songs. Now, the issue I had with writing songs is I tend to, like, circle around similar lyrics, similar wording, similar vibes, which makes all your songs kind of sound alike. So I had to find a possible way out of that, which is to just play on the beat and free myself and take time with it. So... That, that that has helped me like that's why my songs had me sound alike that's the truth yeah i mean i think that's focused though that you kind of keep it the same realm as you because or else if you like i feel like your your audience or your dedicated fans could feel that you are you know you're trying to force something that isn't but i don't hear that especially on Ajuro. I, I feel like you know i listen to your ep and it's you. It's definitely you in that track, but another oh, producer. Like vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's just. No, like, it, you see, the, the funny thing is, the same producer of alcohol that's on the tour. No way! Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, damn. All right, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> it's the same producer. Man, that guy. Shout out to uh, who, who's that producer on there? 
Bon. His name is Bon. Bon. Shout out to Bon, man. That that dude, like that is just heater. Because when I when you released that recently, Drew, I was like, man, dude, it just got so many cool elements. It's like swanky. It's like vi- it's a vibey kind of track. And then, but it yeah. has you. It has you on top of it. Just you know, um, what is the meaning behind Adura? Okay, so Adura is like a slang. It's more of Yoruba. Okay, it means like cheats. Like when you cheat, to cheat. That's uh, what it means. <laughs> so it's like that's that's what it means, cheating. So when you listen to the to the context, it was used in the song. Uh-huh. It sounds like okay, cause you're cheating. I was to call my guys like that's what Dix is about. Okay. So it's like about cheating. Uh, but not getting caught, letting your your homies know that you know that's what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah, that, now, that's what it is. Is that what is that, is that kind of like the vibe that's kind of going? Because I've noticed that with you know some Afro beats. Um, because there's, di- there's different types of Afro beats, right? Is there, you know, yeah. is there like a signature sound in Largos or like in, you know, in Nigeria period, that's like, that is our style. Uh, you see the, the, the major problem Afro beats has these days is that I still feel personally that in Af- Nigeria to be precise, Afro beats needs to be like subclassed because right now there are a lot of different music that it, that comes out from Nigeria and they will just all categorize them into Afrobeats, which I don't think is right. To right. Extent. Some songs are more of like party group and there should just be a different name for it so that everyone can be a king in their own game. That's the truth. Because if you start to like rate music based on all the songs under Afrobeats in general, a lot of people that create like maybe slower kind of vibes mm-hmm. would not dare to match people that create the party faster kind of beats kind of vibes. Do you understand? Yeah. So everyone should like have different classes. Just like in uh, this thing, in hip hop now, you have, or in the American music industry in general, you have different kind of genres. You have the R&B, you have the, like, you don't just, um, how like, you don't gauge everybody based on the same kind of sound they produce. Right. So I feel that that's one thing they need to do. They need to properly structure Apple beats in general. Yeah. Because right I- now, anybody that puts out a song, is considered as an Afrobeat Yeah, because I don't, I don't consider like you know Wizkid from you know, let's say you know Shenzaya or something like that. But they put you know those two yeah. in the same category and, on the Afrobeat. On the exactly, Afro- that's the point. And uh, does that does that kind of frustrate you? Like do you, when, especially when you come out with music, you just kind of like ah, you know, I, you know, it has Afrobeat elements or you know um, other elements, but they just put you in that category. Yeah, they always put it in the Afrobeat category. But personally, I don't usually think about that part of my music. All yeah. I want to do is create songs that people would enjoy, regardless of if it's trap or it's... I mean, I do. I still have a trap song I'll be dropping soon. It's not rap, but hey. it's a love trap song. So I ha- I'm, I'm very, very versatile. Let me just put it that way. So I, I can easily fuck with like, different kind of vibes. That's the truth. Yeah, I'm excited for you, man. I think I think your voice could be on multiple. Just like as a producer myself, I hear your voice. I'm like, bro, if we could get IK on this track, this would be sound so sick. You know what I mean? Like it's awesome because you have a tone to you. And when you were developing your quote unquote tw- like tone, like was yeah. there was there a long struggle to find it? Uh, mm, I don't really think so. I mean, okay, yeah, to an extent, because like I said, I used to rap, so I was never really used to singing. So I decided to try singing out because 
when I got signed to my label, we, we already had the rapper and we were not planning to have two rappers. Mm-hmm. And I, I I was the one that had the most potential to like, be able to sing. So I decided to give it a try. I started listening to more Bonner Boy. I, I don't know, you know Bonner Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I started listening to a lot of his songs. So to an extent, I kind of sound like him. It's, I think because we, we just sound alike. It's not like I'm trying to copy his music or something. Right. Although I usually get people say, oh, you're trying to copy this guy. I'm like, yo, I just sound like this. It's not like I'm trying to. I don't really use the same words as he does. So, but I had, he his music kind of like helped me to transition from raps because it feels like when he sings, it's like he's rapping. It's just like switching rap to, or you switching like a rap lyrics to songs, like singing songs, do you understand? Yeah. So it's a bit fast, but you're still singing it at the end of the day. So I started like that, and I started creating a couple of songs which we never drop. <laughs> songs that, that I don't think we ever, ever drop because I don't think they're standard enough compared to where I'm at now. So, and from there, it was quite easy. I just focused on listening to love, R&B songs, and yeah, I, I like rock songs too, funny enough. That'll be in the so future. Why not rock out, you know, rock EP, a little punk rock? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool. You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's like so much potential in all all kind of like Nigerian music, Nigerian artists, I feel like. You know, you, we go back to Burner Boy. You can hear Burner Boy even in like an R&B track. I think, uh, I don't know. There, You know what I mean? There's so much potential. And uh, especially for you, brother, yeah, I just see the evolution of it and just like how much you grow and just how consistent you are about it too. Um, what helps you be consistent? Do you have like a routine that you do? Uh, yeah, I just keep listening to new songs. I mean, new Afrobeat songs. Like, I'm I'm very obsessed with that. So, anytime a new song drops, like, I listen to it. I listen to the lyrics pattern. I listen to the wordings. And one thing about creating music in Nigeria is you need to create lyrics that people can relate with. I mean, you don't just come and then put up big, big languages or big, big grammars into your lyrics and expect people to relate. You need to use, like, the street linguas, like, the street slams. Okay. And they have to pull out all that into your music so it's relatable. And that way I think you'll be able to your music will be able to grow in people's minds easier because it has to be very catchy. Right. In terms of lyrics and then vibes. So Yeah, because sometimes it could be the beats hot, but the lyrics are just meh. They're kind of like bland, but you mean that, that's like a, a law that, that that's a major problem in Nigeria music industry. Like you see some songs that beats are like dope and then the lyrics, although the song still moves because the beat is good. Right, right. <laughs> that's a good so, cool. that's it. Yeah, it's the same thing with the dance world. So basically somebody could put like a crazy beat on top of it. Or even as you actually I see it more like of vocals really good. But the beat is like meh. It's like it's it's okay. It's just like it keeps you moving. Yeah. So you know, I guess it mat it matters when it's certain genres. But um, I think with you know you know Afro beats world, I feel like you kind of have to have you know at least the fire beat you know to kind of keep it. Yeah, people that, that's, that's 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 starter spark. It matters. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait, so so when you got signed. What was, you know, were you, were you nervous? Were you excited, like, for that new chapter? Because, you know, a lot of artists, when they get signed, you know, they are under, you know, indie artists. They're, that's what they want. They want to get signed. But, that, yeah, but yeah. that emotion is just like, you know, that fear of like, oh, you know, what if this doesn't happen? But what, what's your experience with it so far? 
Okay, so before I got signed, I was this artist you're talking about saying, Oh, I want to get signed, I want to do this, I want to do that. And eventually it came. And the truth is, when I got signed, I hadn't found my sound yet. Mm. I mean, that's when I was still rapping then. That's that's a fact. So, like, I got sat down, I was like, Okay, yo, this is what you have to do. You have to try and find your sound for a while before we start putting out music and everything. Yeah, the whole I felt a bit of pressure. I want to do that because. I just thought it was like they were trying to move me away from where I was comfortable with, which is rapping. But then I realized that music is not just for fun, it's the business aspect. You have to go in the direction of where the market is. And in Nigeria, hip hop is not really number one, it's mm-hmm. more of Afrobeats, do you understand? So I could see the sense in what they were saying. Now, personally, I had to develop my own skills, like my singing skills. I had to, like I said, start listening to Burner Boy, listening to a lot. And yeah, I had issues creating songs that were not good enough and they would be like oh this song is not good enough you need to go back you need to so at a point i felt like i wasn't good enough for the music like i remember my first time i went to a studio to record like not recording myself this time like mm-hmm. i went to an actual producer studio and, and he was like oh i don't like how you sing and i was like i felt really demoralized that's the truth yeah and just I devastated really yeah and i was just considering my career part like is this for me and stuff but with time, and I think that's where that's where coming to find like the right producer as an artist comes into play, because I felt that guy I was working with was not he couldn't find my sound, like he couldn't, yeah, that's it, he couldn't find my sound as a producer. So until I met Bond, and that's why most of my songs, like Bond, has been one of it, producing the beats, mixing and mastering and everything, and that's how we create beautiful songs. No, I I totally agree. Just like how. Like the greatest quote I ever heard was Timbaland. Timbaland's like, every Timbaland needs to find their Aaliyah. Every Aaliyah needs to find their yeah. Timbaland. And so I, when you, when you, when you were um, talking about that, I was like, man, that is so true. Like, cause Bowen found your sound, right? He found, or he grabbed your sound and made a beat with it and stuff. So, exactly. and if uh, like, if an artist can't do that, or if a producer can't do that, then it's just not meant to be in, you know what I mean? So I think it's cool. I think it's, you know, it probably makes your relationship with Bond even stronger because you guys could be honest with one another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, man, it's it's just, it's awesome. It's just awesome to see that journey of coming from, you know, unsigned to now being signed. Now you found your sound. And, you know, because you would say, you would probably agree that they helped you found your sound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, they did. Because if I if I never got signed, I'd probably still be rapping now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's amazing because a lot of you know you hear a lot of crazy, you know, label stories that people get signed and then they get shelved or they just never they never get out and stuff. But your your story is different. I feel like because you know you're actually making it out. You're doing great music and just I think it probably feels really good about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely good. Yeah. And I think another issue with labels is usually when you get to the top, in quotes, then you see, I don't know about um, how it is in the foreign industry, but here in Nigeria, there are usually label artist problems in the sense that, oh, um, they do not, like they do not tend to renegotiate contracts and then the artists are usually having issues with their labels, going to courts, and it's a very repeated cycle. <laughs> like you see that a lot. Although I like my relationship with my label owner is really good, so regardless, I don't think we we'll ever have such issues. 
No, I think I think that's the most important, just to be honest and straightforward. Because you know, you hear stories. Yeah. I've you know, I have a friend that you know she was a writer and stuff, and she was similar to another artist. So the label signed her, and then they just shelved her because you know they she sounded so close to one of our artists, and they were like, you know, we don't want compet you know comp competitiveness, yeah. and so. Um, but it's great with your story that, you know, with you and your label owner and all that, and just how you could be creative freedom too. Like, cause you like, by the sounds of like with your songs, it doesn't sound like you're restricted for anything. Like you're free to speak whatever you want. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's one thing. I like to have power over my contents. I mean, I let them do their own job and they have to let me do my job, which is to create the songs because I used to have that kind of issue then that I'll create some kind of song. Like, oh, no, 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 don't do this. And I, I, I had to talk to them that I need to have like my freedom to express myself in my music. So it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how you see the song. Like, me, I feel like I've gotten to a stage whereby when I create a song, it's not nonsense. It's not, it's, it always makes sense. That's the truth. Like, regardless of if someone says, oh, this song has I'm like, oh, chill. You need to listen to that like four more times. <laughs> that, that, that's what I do now because I feel, I've gotten to a level where I do not make songs that do not make sense. So, and they have seen that from like my recent projects and everything. So they just give me that freedom. No, it's, it's, it's good. Cause then you're not restricted to what do you want to say? And then they're not, they're not, you're not competing, right? You're not fighting over like, Oh, what songs no. you want and stuff. So, um, I think it's great. And then also going back to you, you know, about lyrics, how some lyrics or some songs don't have a like not saying a meaning but or they're not literary so do you feel like sometimes you know songwriting's di it was it's different now than it was before well yes i think songwriting was too serious then <laughs> i mean growing up kind of i mean now if i try to sing some songs that i used to hear when i was growing up and i'm singing the lyrics it's like it sounds too serious like it sounds too serious so, and I think an element of music right now is the fun part, which is, like I said, the, the, the street linguas, the, the slangs, like those stops, when you hear them, like makes you relate to the music a whole lot than just listening to big grammars. And, and it makes people, learning your lyrics quite faster for people. And I feel once people know your lyrics, like real easy, your, your music is already there now. That's the fact. Because right. as an artist, you're you're trying to make people know your lyrics. And that's why you always hear the phrase catchy, catchy, catchy folks, catchy this, catchy that. And for you to make something catchy, you have to use relatable words. No, yeah. No, I think it's I think it's right that you kind of focus on that rather than we have to focus on the theme of the song, right? Because sometimes that could do you think like if you focus too much on the lyrics, sometimes the overall picture gets cloudy? Well, for me, not really. I mean, I won't even lie here. Most of the songs I write, they actually are storyline. Like, there's always, if you listen to the lyrics, you always see a story behind it. It might not be so obvious, but then it's either I'm talking about maybe my experience with the babe or my experience with something. Like, there's always a storyline. I've never really had a song where it's just like a freestyle, like go to the east, west, north, south, together and down. I don't really have a song like that. And for me, it makes, it ma I would like to say, like, it makes writing songs easy for me. Once I, like, once I want to create a song, I just think about the concept. What do I want this to be about? Maybe I want this to be about my experience when I travel to a place. And then when I'm, when I'm like creating the lyrics, 
I do not write, but then I just try and play with so many stuff I saw when I went to that certain place. And at the end of the day, I see I'm creating like still a storyline music, but then it's it's not too serious. No, I yeah, it's like a it's like a movie storyline. You're trying to paint a picture, exactly. but with you exactly. know audio and stuff. Is there something that you've want you've been wanting to write about, but you just haven't had the the idea of it? Is there like a, a particular moment of your life or? Uh, not really, not really. I think I have put down a lot. Of, okay, I think in my life I've experienced a lot of things. So if I want to turn that, I'll probably be creating like albums, like eleven. So <laughs> eleven albums or more. So, but I, I tend to pick out like the most important moments in my life when I create songs. That's why when people, when I try to talk about my EP, I tell people that this is like an, an embodiment of my life as a whole. Like different songs, like Toxic, off, off my EP, is basically speaking of my, my life, like from childhood down to where I'm at at the moment. And the, my, the things that make me sad, like the experiences I've gone through, even in the music as a whole, it's all put down in the lyrics of Toxic. And then Mercy, obviously, those are songs that are related to girls. And then... Uh, you know, that's, that's just how it is. No, I mean, it sounds like you've, you've like, especially with the EP, that's why I love the EP so much. It, I felt like it was really, like, true to you. Like, you had, you know, awesome production, right? But the lyrics were just unbelievable how you really kind of told your story. You really kind of told, like, because it was, you know, life of IK, you know, IK. So it's like yeah. you really told your story. It was almost like a diary or kind of biography of, like, how moments you in your life, how they, you know, how they felt, how they, how do you yeah. saw them, how do you solve them and stuff. So I think, I think it's excellent. I think that, you know, everybody should listen to that period. Cause I think it's just, it just speaks of you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I think, I, I think, um, I mean, I am going to make that, um, EP more like a series now. I mean, there'll be like a life of like it too. It might not come anytime soon, although I have plans to drop another EP recent, like this year, before the year runs out, but it won't be Life of IK. So, I mean, Life of IK has to do with my life, like you said. So I have to go through certain experiences. I've been going through some, so but I'll just power that for a different moment. So if I'm going to drop another EP, the thing is, I like to express myself in my music. So I have some songs that are like traps. I have songs that are like, there's this sound they call it like uh-huh. Nigerian music it's an alternate music alte that's what they call it so I have songs like that as well so what I like to do is when I create like a bunch of songs like a particular sound I just put them in the body and then I could just release like a song that's trap and just call it hip hop for the one or something like that that's the kind of plans I have I haven't started doing that so you still have you have a lot in the chamber and you're just kind of seeing where it will go and where it fit yeah, exactly. So when I create different songs, obviously it's with different beats and different kind of vibes. I just have, right now I have a lot of songs. I don't like a lot of songs. So whenever I feel like creating like an EP or a short project, I just go through all my songs uh, along with my team guys. So we get to select which sheets and then we just like subcast them into different different groups and stuff. So that's how we arrange our EPs and everything. So what's what's the next chapter of IK? Like, what do you really want people to know? Well, um, I just want people to know that they haven't seen 
the best of me yet. That's facts. I mean, most of these songs I have put out, they're not even up to like my best songs. They're just songs I Dang. Like so you're saying you're saying alcohol is not the best song? <laughs> no, that's not my that's best crazy. song. That's crazy. That's, that's not my best song. I mean, on that EP, alcohol is not my best song, to be honest. But with the fact that you, you go with the um, listener's choice. So that, that's it. My favorite song on the EP is more of it's Toxic. Toxic, and yeah. And then Mercy. And then Alcohol. I, I yeah so I would say like, I would say alcohol is like I love the vibe of it but you're right about toxic toxic like just lyrically I think it's a it, it shows your strength it shows who what happened you know when you know toxicity comes at you and just like you you know how you just had enough of it just it was just pure pure amazing just lyrically of that yeah I'm I'm, I'm a bit happy that toxic was able to like get to a lot of people because it's very relatable in as much as it's my personal story. I feel I be many people are going through such like similar stories. So to an extent it was very relatable. And I was like, okay. I, I was happy with the feedback I got there. So no man. Well thank you so much man for jumping on. I it was a pleasure. I've you know we go back and forth and I was just a big fan ever since alcohol. So I really, really appreciate you just like taking the time. And um, is there anything coming up? Or I, how is it going in Nigeria when it comes to COVID? Are you guys opening up shows or? Well, they just recently passed the law that okay, that shows could start holding. But then we're still um, in the process of vaccinating everybody. So I think that's why it's still on hold for now. Although there are gatherings now, obviously not in books. Okay. But before, before let's say August, September-ish, it should be better. But certainly by December, I know there will be a lot of shows in the country. So. Yeah, I feel like everything's kind of like slowly getting back to normal. You know, it's not it's not over, but you know, I feel like um, people are trying to get back to normal. And I bet, um, I bet it was a you know, I bet it was pretty you know devastating for all the people in, you know in your country that you know the you know with the whole COVID right. Yeah, certainly it was. I mean, it was very scary at the start. You know, when we watched the news and saw how it was affecting countries like China, probably thought it would be worse. I mean, it's Africa, it's Nigeria, so we all thought it would be worse. But eventually it wasn't as bad as we saw it on the news. But at the end of the day, everyone's taking precautions and everyone's wearing their face masks and stuff. I haven't gotten vaccinated for practice, but soon I would. <laughs> it's just, there's that, is there not that much of vaccines out there? Is that why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there's actually vaccines. Like, they're out there. I mean, it's not it's not mandatory to do that now. So, okay. I, it's not like I'm scared of taking the vaccine. Like it's just <laughs> me being lazy and procrastinating. That's the truth. Yeah. No, I mean, I got my vaccine shots and I hate shots. I can't, you know, I pass out when the needle comes out. But um, it's it's a it's a weird experience because like the first dose, it, it it messed me up. So I, I, I didn't get sick, but I was like tired the whole day. The second dose, I don't yeah. know, man, it was just nothing. I was like still working, you know, doing music and stuff. So um yeah depending on which one you get i think um it might affect you but um i think you guys got pfizer yeah, and a couple of my, yeah a couple of my friends have 16 years actually had not all of them but a couple of them had side effects mm -hmm. yeah so i that part too is kind of making me chill off a bit so like, yeah. right <laughs> yeah you can just still wait out we'll see but thank you brother i appreciate you just jumping on and um um we'll Everybody go listen to Ajura. It's an amazing track. It's out it's out pretty much everywhere, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's everywhere. It's on all platforms. Spotify and all that. So go check that out, guys. 